Where are you, Jim Rash? Come back. He was on there. He was on the trailer. But now he's not. I mean, he's probably in a bit part. But I keep watching because I want him to come back. It's probably a bit part. He's probably not a main part of the the whole thing. He's probably in like two seconds. Oh no! It seems like she's the only act and the only actor Come in this back. this whole thing. But she's the only actor in this entire show. Every shot has her in it. Uh, I mean, she's the main character. Oh, is that how main characters work? Yes. I'm going to say yes. I don't know. Sometimes, like, you know, in the trailer for Logan, you can see a shot of a different actor. Mm. Like Patrick Stewart. Mm. I don't know. I do. Because I watched that trailer. And that movie. Oh, the whole movie, yeah. That's right. We saw the whole movie. It was a good one. <laughs> Henry, this trailer's almost over in Jim Rash. He's not in it again. He's probably in one scene. There he is. There he is. That's that's there he is. He's back. At I'm the telling very you. End. I'm telling you. He's in one scene. He's probably in one scene. There he is. There he is. Um, there I'm he just is. saying. There he is. Just saying. Do you want to warm up? Oh, okay. Zip. Zap. Zip. Zip. Zap. Zippy zap. Zip zip. Zip it do Hello. Hi. Hi. Whoop. Hello. How was your day? It was a good day. Okay. How about you? Ooh, I had a good day. Nice. Ooh. E. Ah. Ting. Tang. Walla walla. Hi. No, bro. <laughs> walla walla <laughs> No, I don't play by your rules. No. All right, I think our levels are good. Okay. Oh, you fixed it. Not really. You're just talking a lot louder. I'm yelling. I also need to talk loud. Yes. This is my <sighs> podcast voice. Okay. Podcast voice. No, you're not allowed to do that ever again. Why not? Stop. I'm the Dark Lord. Loop, loop. Your name is the Dark Lord. Sloop, loop. No, my name is Floop Loop. My title is the Dark Lord. But when people address you... They call me the Dark Lord Floop Loop. It just... I'm sorry. That voice is no longer scary now. Exactly. Oh, you were doing a thing to protect me. Okay. <laughs> no, that was a bit I was doing when I was driving home from work yesterday. Oh, gosh. I was like, what is the most, like, sinister but cute voice I can do? That wasn't it. That wasn't cute. Cute as in small. Small voice. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, like this, but evil. Even though this sounds a little evil already. Well, that's kind of cute. Not that cool like Stop! No! I am the Dark Lord, Floop Loop. Okay, I'm just okay. I'm just gonna ask you one thing. Yes. Once the sun goes down, no more practicing your evil, cute voices. Ugh. Rules. That is rule number seventeen of this apartment. Uh. Don't ask me to list the other ones because I can't. 
So this is, you're going to be on your phone the whole time? <laughs> you're so mean. You're so mean. We're not even started yet. Aww. <laughs> me, 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 me. Unique? You know her. Unique New York is what you're Unique supposed to say. New York. Unique New York. Yes, very unique New York, yeah. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red, 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 It's hard to do tongue twisters and voices. Yeah, red leather, yellow leather. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. That's not a tongue twister, but it, like, activates. Babada, babada, babada. What is babada, babada, babada? Gabada, gabada, What? You look like those... Yep, 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 aliens yep. from Sesame Street. Yep. Or the Muppets. Yep. I think that Sesame Street. Yep. Yes, that's what you look like. I'm also talking <sighs> way too soft. Yes, again. because you a girl. Aww. You don't got that baritone that lets your voice carry forever. That's okay with me. Yeah, but then you have to, like, be inside of the microphone. Fine. I'll speak using my stage voice. Fine. I'll speak using my stage voice. Is that what I sound like? Is that what I sound like? I'm going to not talk to I'm you. I'm going to not talk to you. And this podcast is going to be very oh God, interesting. Oh, no. Hi, how to do? My name's Jim. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, I have nothing to talk about. What? You're the host. You used to have things to talk about. This is literally the show where you talk about things. <laughs> this is four weeks in a row. What do you do? used to do to have things to talk about? You used to start every episode with, what did you watch? And then... No, we didn't start our episodes of, what did you watch? We sorry, you'd like, you say, what are you doing? But yeah. then you would have a, what did you watch? You was a good fallback segment, and you knew what you were doing. And you didn't freak out about not having nothing to I'm say. I'm not freaked out. I'm just pointing out that I have nothing to talk about. I mean, about. I'm freaked out because you asked me to come on and be a guest of this fine establishment. I'm just going to interview you the whole time. Again? I mean, you can. Yep. What? I'm looking for things to talk about. Oh. You're so mean to me. I have my whole one topic lined up. I mean, we only have to fill 30 minutes. Okay. I'm not going to find anything, so we should just start. All right, let's just start. You can always edit it in the middle to make it sound like we had great ideas the whole time. And we didn't just sit here in silence staring at our phones. Because that's what we do on a fun Tuesday night. You realize we haven't started. None of this is going in besides maybe one little bit of it. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Talking like you're in the podcast. You're not in the podcast yet. I'm warming up. Oh, okay. Hi. Hi. Ready? Let's do it. Yes, but are you ready? Yes. Yes, but are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Henry. Are you ready? Henry. Sorry. <laughs> are you ready? Okay. What do you want? Are Henry. you ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All you had to say was yes. I did say that. No. I said not. it. I did. Uh-uh. <clears throat> Ew. Oh, you were gonna clap. I'm sorry. I broke it. <clears throat> what are you confused about? <laughs>
<laughs> what the hell? What? Aren't we waiting to get room noise? Yes. The, why'd you let it go so long? To see how long it would last. Henry, <laughs> I came here as a guest. But I'm going to leave here a host. <laughs> after I murder you. Mm. All right. Um, it's called a room tone. I know it is. Okay. And we got it. Okay. Now we got can... a really long <laughs> amount of it. Now we can start the episode. Great. Okay. Let's do it. We're going to. To make me sit on this floor all night long. No, just until we fill 30 minutes. We've already filled 30 minutes. Nope. Oh, you're right. We haven't even filled one. Then start the podcast! Listeners, and welcome not to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things, but to our third, I think, Less Than Zero, which is, you know, John is is out, he's away, he's he's climbing a mountain to find his, his birth father, he thinks he'll find him on a mountain, and so it's just me here, Henry, and I've got a special treat for you, friend of the show, uh, you all like her, I guess. I hope so. You did it again. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. It's very hard to sit here for so long and not say anything. It's called an intro. But you expressly invited me to come talk. It, yes, I did invite you to come talk, but it's called an intro. I was introducing you. You, you, you don't get to speak during your intro. I'm sorry. I'll just, I'll leave now, because I, I messed it all up. You can't leave. All right. Oh. Uh, folks, I've got Jamie here uh, with me in the studio. Hey, I, I, am I allowed to talk now? Yes. Okay, good. Hi, everyone, listeners, dear listeners, of which I am one. That's right. You're a fan of the show, and a friend of the show, and now you're on the show. What? For the second time? If you don't count all of the live from the couch special expertise time. Well, of course, no, no. That's zero credits. Ah. And this is a less than zero. True. So it's a different show on the the same network, if you Mm -hmm. will. Uh, you know, we we don't, we don't live up our, our huge personas on this like we do on zero credits. Got it. You know how John pretends to work in finance and I pretend to, to work in writing? Mm-hmm. And in reality, we... Live in a cardboard box. Yes. In reality, we live in a cardboard box. That's your job. Uh, both of us. In fact, we're not even in different cities. We're in the same city. In the same box. In the same box. Uh, but, you know, we don't want that getting out to the public. So, uh, hi, Jamie. Hi. How are you doing today? I am doing pretty fine and swell today. Why are you talking like a robot? Me? Yes. 
I I mean, if this is how modern robots sound. No, it's just you know, you were like, I am feeling very fine today. That, that's that, I don't know. That's how maybe you answered it. It is. It's it's just because maybe you've already asked me that question twice. What do you mean? I, when did I ask you that? When I came home. Yes, but from work. <laughs> that was that wasn't on the podcast. <laughs> This is new. This is different. <laughs> and then ask me a different question. Oh. All right, Jamie. Oh. A different question. A, a new question. You want to be asked a question? A new, yes. New and different and fabulous question. All right. What are your thoughts on globalism? My thoughts on globalism. Can I give a... That's not Mrs. a real... Uh, can a, I give a pageant answer? That's not a, real, that's not a real word. I think that globalism is a very vital part of our economy today. And moving forward, the more that all of us work together will be great. And that's all. I just want world peace. Thank you. And vote for me, finalist number seven. She'd probably be like Mrs... Something like a place. Yeah, but I couldn't make up the name of a place uh, that fast. The word I meant to say was globalization, which some people think is a really huge issue, and others don't. Like some people think it's a problem. Yes, a huge problem for people. Not people. So globalization. Yeah. Is the notion that all civilizations and cultures kind of need to be at the same level, okay. or it, as a side effect of one country, kind of putting its hands everywhere else, they subsequently kind of raise everybody up to the same level, and civilizations aren't ready for that. Hmm. But we don't have to talk about that. That was just, that was just a question to, no, to, that's, I mean... to try to get you, to try to get you caught up, and you didn't, eat, but you handled that fine. It is an interesting, well, that is an interesting topic, because you don't want, as a caring human, you don't want some humans to have a very poor quality of life when that good quality of life is attainable and being lived by several other humans right this very moment. But I, you don't want to force technology on an area that can't handle it, like Prime Directive. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the, yeah. The, one of the uh, one of the prime examples of globalization is just American manufacturing, wherein mm -hmm. we brought factories and plants to other countries, and then they don't have the same like ethical laws as we do, so they became basically labor camps. Right. That that's a side effect of globalization. So it's like we're bringing this technology to you, but we're benefiting directly from it with no benefit to you. Yeah, so it's I guess that's kind of skewed. Like if they don't have the I guess the social infrastructure set up to understand not just here he here's this thing that would improve stuff, then they also all those rules that go with it that you don't necessarily feel like you need to introduce because it's something everybody already knows, but you only already know it because it grew along with the slow growth to get to that in the first place. Like in the Industrial Revolution, uh, while well, the uh, women and children laborers in the factories had horrible, horrible things happen to them, and so and then we have these labor laws put in place and unions to protect people and all these things to put in place that are understood and part of the moving forward. But as it, a side effect, with all those rules and regulations, mm -hmm. a majority of our manufacturing jobs gets punted somewhere else, gets outsourced exactly, and those people get taken advantage of. So, 
everybody needs all the same laws. Okay, so, so what we're really saying here is one country, the whole world, it's Finland because Finland does it right. And that's it. That is my stance. I am Miss River County Guadalupe. And that is my platform for Miss Universe America. You do realize beauty pageants don't get to pass legislation, right? Excuse me, what? That would be really cool. That would be cool, because then it wouldn't be just beauty. It it would be like a good person pageant. Yeah. And, like, if if our pageant winners basically got, a, like, a Congress seat or something, Ooh. that would, I mean, that would be a way to make sure it's not just old white men. Yes. And it might be a way to elevate these pageants so that the answers matter, because mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're talking about policies and platforms. Right. Well, they have, they all have, uh, the girls all have platforms and they are doing good things, but it's mostly charitable works. Like, um, a good friend of mine who was, who has done pageants for a while trying to get higher up in the Miss Mississippi pageant. Um, she, her, her platform is suicide awareness. It's called Shining a Light on Life. And so that's the platform that she has developed over the years. And that's been her steady platform over time. So then over the years, the more pageants she competes in, the better her overall foundation has performed because it's got that many more years behind it. And a lot of the girls pick, like, um, teaching literacy to children, feeding people after school, like, you know, kids after school programs. I sound so intelligent right now. But they are, they have these platforms, but they're very charitable yeah. bases. They're like, oh, that's so sweet. Isn't she so nice? She does good things for good people, which is great. But the more it can, it, if what we were saying, and they go into Congress and things like that, yeah. they can implement these programs on a larger scale, possibly, or go into things that will actually possibly become law. Exactly. Forget the charity aspect and start focusing on policy. Mm-hmm. It might, you know, it's great. To raise money and awareness of things, it's probably more proactive to get to a position where you can en- enact actual change. So, I mean, talking about pageants and charity brings up a really weird issue that in my brain. Have you ever noticed there's a weird trend with first ladies and that they all do charity work? Yes. Some of them get policy passed, but a lot of them are just in the charity realm. And they start a they start an organization that goes for a little while. Something like that. So it's like, why why are women relegated to charity mm. when they should have as much say about policy? I, I feel like that's something that, uh, you know, the old guard in Washington might still be holding dear to this day, where they think, oh, you know, women should care about charitable things, let the men do the real litigation or something like that. That's an interesting point. It's been proved, I mean, obviously there are women senators and representatives and council people who obviously get policy passed all the time, and they're very capable. So I think maybe perhaps in this case, this doesn't excuse any misogynist thinking that might be present, but the first lady or first spouse position is not elected, and so they can't technically be in charge of creating policy and physical law, because the Democratic people, uh, the, the Democratic Republic of America, did not vote to put them in place. So anything that they 
enacted and they they were behind, people would be like, well, I didn't vote for them. That We shouldn't have to follow that law. So maybe that's why they they don't really enact policy. I guess they could stick, we could see if they had something that they were interested in and then they got a senator friend to introduce it and then they were just a very vocal and advocate for that. Yeah, I think that's pretty much how it's been done. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I wish a first lady would be really interested in like protecting our internet rights or something like that instead of trying to, to get kids to stop eating as much sugar. Yeah, but they also got to play on people who are possibly going to vote their husband back into office. Yeah. She cares about our kids. Or it sounds a lot better than she cares about our internet rights. I would vote. I know, I know, I know. To you and me and to the young people of this country, that would be great. But they're looking at their widest based demographic, which is old people. Stop defending our system. I'm just telling you like it is. That's why it's like I analyze things. I can't help it. Okay, so internet rights a step too far. What if she was like, oh, I don't know. I want this planet to be here in a couple hundred years. Yeah, sustainability. That, that would be better that than would be nice. children stop eating all that sugar. I agree with you there, but I don't know. I, I guess that would be because global warming and the whole issue of should we take care of this planet or should we just all go to Mars has become so much of a politically charged like issue. How? I feel like... How is it politically charged? Because the Republican side... And more conservative people for so long have adamantly denied that this issue is even happening. And now that some of them are maybe sort of, mm, I guess it might be happening, coming That's around. That's not a political issue. I'm ju- I know it's not a political That's issue. That's just people being idiots. It's not political. I'm just saying that if a first lady were to take that stance one way or the other, then it would, I think, deepen that divide, which is stupid because... It's a real problem that we're having, and we need to address it. Yeah. I'm just saying that's probably why. There's so many advisors. They're probably saying, you need to pick a safe platform that people will all like. Oh, no, no, no. She's not doing anything. She's living in New York City. No, I'm, I'm talking about actual first ladies. Oh. That's, well, I was let's... talking in the broader sense anyway, of actual, excuse no me. No politics. All right, no politics. How did we, how did we even get on that? I don't know. I was just asking the simple questions about why women are, are relegated to charity. We don't need to make that political. Whoops. I was just saying on a societal level. But anyway. I, I'm sorry. You okay? Yeah, I messed everything up. It's okay. Well, I mean, that's what you do. It's it fine. is what I do. I'm gonna ask you a question now because you're <laughs> drinking water. Yes. I'm kidding. Um, I had an idea in there, and then it, it's gone now. Well, we can talk about my idea that it's very loosely related to pageants. That's good, because everything needs to be connected. Right. Like memento. Okay. Well, so this past weekend was a lot of high school proms, and I know that because I'm Facebook friends with a lot of high school-aged girls, and also... Slash possibly their mothers. Better you than me. Yeah, that just came about from different organizations I've been a part of. uh, Like, especially my dance company that I was part of. But So, they were all posting pictures of their dresses and posing with friends and, oh, what a great time we had. And it's great and they all looked beautiful. But it just brought up this two-piece dress thing. A two-piece dress. A two-piece dress. So, a dress in two pieces. It's, It's a top. 
It's a top. Like that a, matches a skirt. So like a halter top? N- not No, not necessarily a top. It's how- just, it can be, it can have sleeves. It could have no sleeves, more like a tube top. It can be long-sleeved. It can have a turtleneck. It could be a halter top. It's just not connected in any way past, uh, like, your rib cage. So we're talking bare midriffs. Bare midriff. Yes. It is literally two pieces of clothing that match each other, but it's just a top and a skirt. It's like a shirt and pants. It's like a matching pantsuit, except it's formal wear and... A skirt, but it's not a two-piece dress. Like a like a, a swimsuit. A one-piece? A one-piece swimsuit is a different word than bikini. Yeah. But I guess a bikini is technically a two-piece It swimsuit. is technically a two-piece. I don't know. This just frustrated me more than it should. Why? What, what frustrated you about this new two-piece dress with bare midriffs? Because when I was in school, there weren't, ain't no bear in your midriff. And it was against the rules. And I don't know. I guess I'm still frustrated. Not that I would have worn something like that anyway, because uh, I tend more toward the conservative aspect in my clothing, but I don't know. Isn't this... It's just everywhere, and I just feel like... Isn't this a healthy uh, sign that, that women... Not women. These young women mm-hmm. are able to wear what could be deemed as more liberal clothing or more loose clothing than their the conservative, iron-gated past of the... Super long gl- gown, and I that sense ran away from me. Yeah, you did good. Um, yeah, it is, and it's and they look cute and they look good, and they should wear what they're comfortable it comfortable in. But I don't know. There's just something about the two piece dress nomenclature seemed weird. I mean, maybe it's maybe there's a new. Na- it's not a dress, right? No, it's it's not. It's a not dress. a dress. So just two piece formal wear. Yeah, or a formal set. Or something. I don't know. There's just like, I feel like there needs to be a word for it. Alright, how about a uh, two-piece formy? For, <laughs> f- for moi. What? Formal wear. For, for oh, moi. For moi. Um, no, I need to feel like, I feel like it needs to be, have a part of the word dress in it. Okay. Um, like, like a skort is a mixture of skirt and shorts. Ooh, but, but, but see that those are in one piece. You're right. So, so this two-piece. I'm going to split the word dress into two words. Oh, okay. A dr-s. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just can't wait until the two-piece suit comes out and men can bear their midriffs. Right? Because, <laughs> hey, look, some men work hard to make their, their midsection look good. I don't want to see that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Is it... Here's another weird gendery thingy since we're we're on that. Yeah. When I say the word midriff, 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 yes. What what do you think? I think of a the section between your rib cage and your hip bones, but I that's very, almost exclusively picture a woman. That's about to say that's very technical. But but yeah, for some reason the word midriff kind of just goes with women. It makes me think of a tube top and a pair of shorts. Yeah. On a girl. Like on a guy, would we just say abs? Like is that the same section? Yes. How come it's not mandriff? <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough Oh, that's that whole thing was oh. set up to a terrible joke, it ladies ju- and gentlemen. No, it just came. This 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 is what I live with every day. Uh, actually, that brings up another good point that we could talk about. Uh-oh. I what? know we're not actually discussed. 
<laughs> we're bringing up things we could talk about. So many things. And sort of talking about them, and we're not reaching any conclusions, but that's fine. We just, we reached some conclusions, yeah. it was okay? In your mind, we did. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um. Okay. How do you feel about words that existed, that exist, for instance, eyeliner, that then get reclaimed by guys or men, and so it's now guyliner for some reason? That is very silly. All right. Well, what? Tell me your 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 thoughts. It's like because just it's it's in it's essentially saying that eyeliner is a women's product, and oh, if guys want to use it, they can't get just any eyeliner. They have to get this special guy liner, and by by doing that, you're not welcoming the other half into this product world. You're making it more specific. It's almost like you're dividing it further. In a way, even yeah. though you're like it's part of the world, but it's like you can okay, you can come enjoy this, but you can enjoy this tiny little corner of it. It's like the other day we, we were in the store and we were walking past the Legos, and then there was that these boxes of Lego friends, and they're taller and they look more like those weird large Polly Pockets and not the tiny good ones from way far behind long ago. Yeah, but yeah. They're you- bigger and they're they're pink and they're there's designed to, like, let's go to the shopping mall. I'm like, well, then are girls not allowed to play with any of these awesome Legos? And also on the, the Legos Friends front, isn't there more, aren't there more pieces that are just, uh, there, there are less small pieces and more just big, kind of already completed pieces that you kind of just set up? Yes. It's not actually, the focus isn't on the construction for some reason. Yeah, it's more on the playing aspect, which, if you want that, buy a dollhouse. Yeah. It's going to be better for you. And how come they're not called, like, whim, girl, leg girls, leg girls? Leg girls. Because that would be the same principle. If Legos were indeed for boys, then when women started appropriating it, they would call it, like... They would have women in the name. Yeah, leg girls. I think because someone on the Legos marketing team was like, oh, we can't be so obvious about this. Let's call it something else. Lego friends, because girls are social butterflies. Every single girl... Is a social butterfly and likes to hang out with her friends at the mall. So let's make this Lego friends. And and classically, men don't have any friends. Exactly, and they hate malls. No man, no man has ever had a friend. That specifically is what came up came up in the Lego marketing meeting, and the head honcho was right, like, "You're right. I hate all of you. And, and let's call this in honor of little girls who love friends." Lego friends. Yeah, it's the classic saying, the classic quote that you hear every day, every man is an island, and that's okay. That's the full quote. Wait, really? No. What? <laughs> I was being facetious. The quote is, no man is an island, and the point is, you can't you can't exist alone. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, See, because it sounded familiar, I was like, that, is that really a saying? It should have tipped you off with the, and that's okay. All like, right. like, whoever said is reassuring all men, every man is an island. Oh. And it's okay. That's okay. All right, so, guyliner, manscara, that one uh. didn't. That one's not real. Oh, good. Um, but, like, words like that where it's, like, classically, I guess, women-themed words being appropriated by guys when... The equality thing would just be to use the same words. Yes, I agree. Yes. 
So, especially when you think about the fact that in the 16th century, who was wearing makeup? William Shakespeare. Yes, specifically William Shakespeare. No one else. And he was a man. Just, just Bill. Just Bill, and he was a man. And uh, you said 16th century, right? Yeah, but I'm thinking. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm aristocratic. I'm thinking aristocratic French society. Oh yeah, with the powdered faces. Everybody. All of the aristocrats. It started with the king because he wanted to look good in his fancy portraits. And when he waved to the crowd, gotta somehow make them like me so that I'm favorable so they don't chop my head off. Well, also, with French, Mm -hmm. they thought that bathing or just exposure to water made you sick. Exactly. And so they they covered up their filth, their, their, their dirtiness, with a bunch of powder and a bunch of makeup. Which, ironically, makes your face... Even dirtier and oilier. Oh, yeah. If you didn't know this already, the more makeup you wear, the worse your face will look underneath. So the more makeup you then have to wear on top, which makes your face look even more worse underneath, it's a bad cycle. Yeah. Careful. The the French were completely backwards with all of their hygiene. Because, like, the, the idea was we don't bathe because we don't want the water to get into our pores and make us sick. Then it became popular to only use really hot, scalding water, which, which opens your pores. your pores. However, the notion that getting water in your pores makes you sick wasn't true at the time. Like, that, their water was fine. Yeah. There were no waterborne diseases going around. Not even in the poorest of the peasants? Not even in the poorest of the pe- peasants. Like, most of the major diseases you had... Plague. Were, yes, the plagues. Sorry. Were, were, were transmitted by animal. You're right. Even things like, you know, tuberculosis, that was airborne. Nothing to do with water. Hmm. So, all of these, no, the French notions that they could get sick by bathing were completely unbounded. Maybe they were thinking... Like, okay, so in Roman times, you'd have the bathhouse. And so everyone goes to the same bathhouse to get clean. And in sometimes they're bathing in the same water. And if you're in that close of a proximity to somebody, while, like, you're sitting in the same tub at the same time, you could get sick from them, from that other person. But if you're, you're thinking, oh, what did I do today? Oh, I went to the bathhouse. Oh, I took a bath. Maybe. I but don't know. That'd be a huge stretch because. French didn't have bathhouses. Oh, okay. I don't think they did. I have no idea. I mean, the Roman baths kind of, they kind of died of Rome. Oh, okay. Also, they use heated water, I think. In the bathhouses? I think. I don't know. Um, they use, like, some natural spring water. Sometimes, some areas were heated if the spring they were over was that naturally makes warm. That makes sense. I guess. And most of them were built over natural springs. Cool. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say Rome, Romans probably didn't have a way to heat water other than just building it over a giant fire pit, which would just make it boil. Seems a little scary. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think that's how it works. Oh, man, we've been all over the place. We have. Did we learn anything? <laughs> have we learned anything? Have we learned anything? This is all because you didn't like me asking you how your day was. We, we I- could have just talked about you. And, and no. like, we could have just made this personal, but no. We no. had to launch into triad after triad. I'm not sure if I'm using that word right. Um, with a triad. I, to me, a triad is a complementary color system of three colors that are equidistant on the color wheel. No, uh, I guess that's, uh, I don't know. For some reason, I thought triad was like, like a, 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 like a 
I I don't know you. I don't topic, know where you're going. A topic of discussion, kind of like a like a like a. Okay, I can't think of the words. Okay, so start over. No. We've gone through topic after topic. No, not no. triage because that's like no. when you go to uh, an ER. And that's the waiting area. Yeah. Or the prep area. Man, I can't think of this word. You've gone on triad. Tangent? <laughs> that's a word. Tangent after tangent. We could do that. Sure. That's not the word I was thinking of, but that's fine. Okay. I mean, we just bounce him from here to there, and we talk about the thing you wanted to talk about, so that's great. This is my one topic I brought. I thought we might talk about camping or something, but... Oh, I camping. thought we might talk about a shared experience we had, but... But that's oh. okay. We, we can... Oh, are we out of time? Um, we are very close to out of time. Okay, wait. So let me ask you a question. Oh, you... See, that's another thing. You could have asked me a question any time. But you told me that you were interviewing me. How much did I interview you? I, not at all. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Here, here. Okay, Henry. Oh, hi, Jamie. Hi. Did you have fun this weekend? What did you do that was fun? <laughs> You're so good at this. So good at questions. Uh, I had an okay weekend, Jamie. I went camping this weekend. You did? Yes, because someone dragged me to a campsite against my will, <laughs> against my various protests, and I had an okay time despite that. Yay, okay is better than bad. Yeah. I mean, it was nice to get away and... Uh, I, like a, the really cool thing is this: we you just didn't look at a clock. There were no clocks to look at, and so you didn't really keep a, a, a time-based schedule. And so the day felt really long, but really relaxing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed it. I haven't been camping in a long time, um, and actually, it's been a really, really long time. In fact, I can't even remember when the last time you were that seven. I, I went camping and didn't also have something else to do. Oh, you mean so just camping? Just camping for the express purpose of being out there on the campground okay um and so it was really nice we just wandered around ate snacks all day and took a nap in the middle of the day avoided the small drizzles of rain but it didn't really bother us because we didn't have anything to do and it wasn't impeding us from reaching a goal yeah the goal was just chill and so the rain didn't really hurt that. Yeah, it was just a, a really nice, relaxing weekend that ended in chaos and and frantically driving away from really, really bad thunderstorms. But we didn't get sucked up by a tornado, so that's good. That's true, but it does mark that both of the times I've gone camping, I've had to leave the campsite because of bad weather, a.k.a. a tornado. Mm, so what you're saying is you never want to go camping again? What I'm saying is for the good of everyone around me, I shouldn't go camping because when I do go camping, the weather turns terrible. Got it. Yeah, because the first time I was a Boy Scout or a Cub Scout and we were at the, the Boy Scout campgrounds and suddenly there was a tornado coming for us. Oh, no. And then this time I was not a Boy Scout. It was just a normal camping place. And suddenly there was a tornado coming for us. Common denominator? Me being camping now. Yeah. So, okay. it's, it's over. It's over. Can never camp again. Mm, yeah, that's unfortunate. What am I going to do with all these s'more skewers that are um, in the back of my car right now? Don't let a cop see them if you get pulled over. 
Okay. Because they might be considered a deadly weapon. Okay. I would get them out of your car. Yeah, I should. But, um, I don't know. We could we could make s'mores. Hey, Henry. What? Do you want to help me get some s'more skewers out of my car? We're in the middle of a podcast. But, yeah, but later. All right, maybe later. Okay. And by maybe later, I mean, you could probably handle that on your own. I don't have to help you. I mean, you're a strong, independent woman. It's 2017. Women can go to their cars and get stuff out of them. It's perfectly safe and... All right, I'll help. Yay! All right, and I think... I think that we're about out of time, Jamie. I think we are, because someone has to come help me get some s'more skewers. I... Yeah, all right. You heard it here first, folks. I have to end this podcast right now because my Jamie, Jamie right here, <laughs> my Jamie, who's here, yes. uh, is demanding that I end the podcast so we go get some s'more skewers out of the back of her car. So if you're like, oh no, but Henry, it was just getting interesting and oh, it was, it's not even that long. Blame her. That's okay. I'll be eating yummy s'mores. All right, fine. She's different for some reason. Uh, but if you want to contact us and tell us, uh, you know, tell us how much you didn't like Jamie because she's ending the podcast early, all you have to do is get in touch on our various social media things. I'm really bad at this. Uh, we got an email at zero credits to podcast at gmail.com. Also a Twitter, ZCPCWHJ at twitter.com. Yep, just, just at ZCPCWHJ. And, uh, Jamie, what does that stand for? It stands for... I don't know. We also have a Facebook. All you have to do is look up that Facebook, type in Zero Credits Podcast, and you'll find us on Facebook. Also, if you just type in Zero Credits Podcast on Google, you can find us even more. Uh, we got a Twitch. John does that. I don't know. And, uh... Um, what I, 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 that's it. That's all we got. I think. Did I miss anything? Your eyes no. got wide. I'm still trying to think of what ZCPCWHJ stands for. That moment has passed, I know. Jamie. I know. That moment. I ruined it. <laughs> Gosh. Common theme. All right. Um. Oh, yeah. Say goodnight. Say goodbye. Hey, goodbye. All right. Bye, everybody. We'll be back to normal soon. Today's episode featured the song Underclocked by Eric Skiff at ericskiff.com. This was not normal and not great.